close enough? Yeah, you're fine. Same distance you were last week. Okay. Would you like for me to turn the AC off? Sure. I was trying not to say that on the podcast, but since you have the call-out gene, <laughs> where you have to say everything verbally... Who what? Welcome to the podcast, I have to do everybody. everything verbally. Episode 21. Yes. Episode 21. In this episode... We can now drink legally. Yay! The podcast is old enough to booze. Wait, I think that's 21 years, not 21 days. <laughs> 21. Imagine we just start pouring beer down 21 days. People hey. that are 21 days old. Hey, you know, it'll shut them the fuck up, that's for sure. Um, they no. used to give babies booze. They'd put like a little uh, like gin on their pacifier or something. Whiskey not in my family. Knock apparently. them right the fuck out. It's like, shut up. Oh, God, this baby keeps crying. Let's get them drunk. When you want to cry, pour whiskey on top, baby. <laughs> it's a lifelong lesson for you. We're doing this in the morning. Morning it's radio. Morning radio. Hey, everybody, welcome it's to the Matt on Matt morning radio zoo. It's a, it's our very own Monday morning podcast. Monday morning podcast. Yeah, we're gonna hey. be we're gonna be like hey. Bill. Hey, yeah. you seen this shit? You seen this fucking you asshole? You seen this shit? This this guy? These oh, sorry. These stupid pieces of shit. <laughs> these dumb bastards. They walk around with their balls, thinking they're bad motherfuckers. Fuck you. They walk around with their balls. That was a great Bill Burr impersonation. Okay. Yeah, people driving. You know, really pisses me off. People that drive. <laughs> people that people that drive. We don't need places. that guy. We don't need that guy. Imagine <laughs> you're just waiting for the for the for, for the light to change and he doesn't change it. Yeah, you know, this is this is every week. Every single week, this dog yeah. is chill as fuck until we hit record. He did just throw his toy. Well he because he was trying to get me and I was trying to throw it back there so mm-hmm. she'd go back mm-hmm. there. But he, he will wants not, to play. He yeah, wants to, and he, he wants to play as soon toy. as the podcast starts. That's not Bruce true. Bruce wants to play. Because he's so sweet. I know. He's a good kid. I like him. I, <laughs> I like him. But yeah, so we're working we're around. Back from the break. I guess we took a break, kind of. Yeah, we're working around some work schedules. So we're recording this podcast. Travel in the, schedules. Travel schedules. We're recording this podcast in the morning yes. as opposed to... In the evening. Because I didn't want to do anything after work. Hey, there he is. Yep. <laughs> I want to be done with my day after work and go home and continue to be lazy. Ouch. Actually, not be lazy any start being lazy. Hey, you, you know can't I mean? be lazy. When you're done working for the day, you can't sit down and yeah, it's when you pursue your, veg out. It's when you pursue your real goals. <laughs> I, whatever. <laughs> Part of that is laying, sitting down. It's one of my goals Is to sit I'm not gonna lie It's a good goal Yeah And it's an attainable goal Especially when you're done working Yeah I tell myself every day That like Okay When when you're done with work man You gotta get on your shit You gotta pursue your real goals A couple of people that I work with They are the example of that Yeah When they're not at work They're so annoying I, I don't care People that are so driven. I used I used to be that driven. That's the thing that really drives me up a fucking wall. Is that I used to be that driven. I used to have goals and like nothing would stop me until I attained a goal. And then like five years of Verona's just banging my head against the wall. It's like I have CTE and I just can't like (sighs) nothing works anymore. 
So now it's like every once in a while I'll be like, I can do this, 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 and this, and I ask them for advice. And it's like, where do you guys find the fucking energy for this? Adderall. (laughs) (laughs) They go to their doctor. Adderall. Legal cocaine. (laughs) I think it's more like meth, but... Uh, From what I hear. uh, I've never taken Adderall. Just from what I hear. Really? You've never... I've never taken Adderall. I took Ritalin for one year, one school year, and it made me sick to my stomach every single day. And so I told my I told my parents I wanted to stop taking it, and they said that's cool. And I still made straight A's. So wow. The only reason I was we getting, talked about my ADD thing. Yeah. The only reason I was given Ritalin was because I talked too much in class. And they wanted you to shut up. Which is another reason why I hate education system. But it's better than no education system. No, I know. I'm just you know, I'm an American, so I'm suck. gonna bitch about what we got good. Okay. <laughs> We got it good. What's the I'm one a bitch thing most of the world doesn't have? Well, we have it, and we think it sucks. <laughs> God damn it, I'm a gosh dang American, and you give me something, and it's fantastic, I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I gosh dang, I'll hate it. Plain and simple. How many times are you going to say gosh dang? Hey, dude, if I'm doing Gosh a- dang sounds like a dish at, like, a fusion restaurant. <laughs> Hello, can I interest you in our gosh dang? Our gosh dang. <laughs> it's cooked over noodles. <laughs> so you can get it served over noodles or rice. And and sent through a goat. <laughs> and yes, we do mean you are eating goat poop. <laughs> goat shit. <laughs> uh, what'd, you do over th- what'd you do for Thanksgiving? Oh, Thanksgiving was pretty chill. Yeah. I'm going to do my morning radio voice. Okay. All right. So, Thanksgiving was pretty great. Uh, good. So was mine. That was fun, fucking fantastic. Me and Andrea went to, well, first we woke up, we watched the parade, which... I love the parade. I love the parade, too. The performers that they pulled out of the hat for this year's was a little off the wall. How about that one Russian dude? (laughs) Yeah. With the weird hair, with like the V haircut? Yes. I couldn't stop thinking about him all day. Him and <laughs> the bare naked ladies. Yes. I'm, who, what flow was that? It's Ben. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I fully think that Scott Ackerman had something to do with that. Who the fuck is Scott Ackerman? The host of Comedy Bang Bang. Oh, okay. You don't know who Scott Ackerman is? He's like I a don't know him by name. I know Comedy Bang Bang. It's so, he's amazing. He, he okay. does weird shit like that. Like, I think that, uh, I mean, it was Cartoon Network, so it was Adult Swim, but I think that he had something to do with the year that um, uh, they rickrolled everybody and had Rick Astley come Oh, out the yeah, they made that, like, fake children's cartoon that was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, people were like, what is this? And then and then uh, Rick Astley came out, and my parents looked at looked at me, and they were like, Chris? Oh, I mean, sorry, I'm just... Uh, Rick Astley! <laughs> they were like, what? what the fuck? I just had a brain, I just had, like, like a... Stroke or something. You had an aneurysm. Um, we need uh, to get you to Presbyterian. Uh, my parents just looked at me like, why did Rick Astley just come out and sing Never Gonna Give You Up? And I was just like, it's Mom, a, Dad. It's a that's long... What we call a Rickroll. It's a long, stupid story, <laughs> and they just pranked us. <laughs> I can't believe that he agreed to it. Although I also can believe he agreed to it, because it's the only way he's relevant. And to check, brother. Yeah, yeah, yes. It's a, probably a pretty... Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if they pay their performers because it's an advertisement. That's true. I mean, Cartoon Network might have paid them, but NBC definitely. I didn't. bet you Cartoon Network totally did. Yeah. And you know, it's one of those funny things that, like, as you know, hoity-toity art school kids, 
we once had our convictions. Yeah. And now as 30-year-olds, we're like, brother needed a check. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> you gotta pay bills. Hey, brother. Hey, uh, one of my favorite this things... Boat, this boat's not gonna buy itself. <laughs> this, is, uh, <laughs> this is one of a brief sidetrack from Thanksgiving. One of my favorite things I ever heard is um, on Inside the Actor Studio... Uh, James Lipton was asking John Goodman why he'd follow up, you know, one movie with this next movie. He was like, what was your thought process in following up this great film with this film? And John Goodman goes, the check cleared. <laughs> Look, that's then, why John Goodman's one of the greats. De Niro said something similar. He said, sometimes you do a movie and it's a big hit and you make a lot of money off of it being a hit and you get your kids into private school. Yeah. Then you do another movie that may not be as good, but it keeps your kids in private school. Right. <laughs> Meet the fuckers. Hello. God, what a bad movie. I think I think it actually was those movies because the original was um, Meet the Parents. Yeah, which, which was, was a huge hit and hilarious. And then the follow up was to keep his kids in private school, as he said. Yeah, yeah. yeah whatever. Uh, anyway, anyway, uh, moving along. So Thanksgiving, we watched the parade. We watched the football games. The Cowboys won. Yeah, they did. They're on a three game win streak. I wrote them off. I mean, they're still not good. I mean, I'm still writing them off. I'm still writing. As far as like the ultimate goal of football, which is to win the Super Bowl, we're not winning the Super Bowl. Nope. Because there's no. Even if we made it deep into the playoffs, there's no way we're beating the Rams. So you watched the football games? We watched the football games. And then we went to Harry's, my favorite restaurant in New York City, just down the street from us. They had a, a, pre, a three-course prefix, fantastic. Main course, um, we Andrea got the rib, bone-in ribeye. I got the turkey dish. We split them down the mid-skis. Had a dessert buffet, two bottles of wine. I was drunk and full, came Sounds home, good. and laid in the bath. Sounds good. It was good. I went to uh, the Northern Virginia area, oh, yeah. hung out with family, the Edies. Reston, right? Uh, Herndon, Reston. Oh, okay. We went to this... God, I forgot about this. Never mind. <laughs> we went to this restaurant in, in Reston, and the bartender was such an ass. <laughs> I couldn't believe what an and then he hands me my drink and there's a fly in it <laughs> after he was an ass I hope he denied that that was a fly no That's no I wouldn't let him he actually walked away immediately and then his co-worker I, I told her I was like hey there's a fly in this Anyway, uh, I don't know why. My mom's going to be really mad that I brought that up. <laughs> Whatever. Because uh, she told me to stop talking about it. <laughs> um, uh, but then we, uh, Thanksgiving Day was cool. We just hung out at the Edie's house. Grilled, we, uh, on the Weber grill, grilled two uh, turkeys. They looked great. I saw the uh, so Snapchat good. or uh, if you, Instagram, whatever. If you can do that, try it. It's great. <laughs> If you it have creates, the means, well, uh, I mean, uh, we brined it. Around. We brined it for, or they brined it rather. I didn't do a shit, uh, but uh, they brined it for days and days in this really complex uh, brine that my uncle decided to keep adding things to. Um, and be out on the deck, and he'd just be like, "Huh, I think this brine needs some beer." And just pour half a beer into it. I think this brine needs the rest of my Manhattan. Throw that into it. <laughs> it was just kind of like you got to taste the, the entire trip in the like turkey. The turkey was a full bar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it just set off into flames. No, uh, 
Uh, and that was really good. I rode a train back that night, Thanksgiving night, to be back in the city to work. Which you should have taken the next day off. Uh, but I didn't. Yeah, okay. Whatever. And It's one way to look at it. And it was... Amtrak's dope. I haven't ridden a train in America. You should do it. It's European awesome. trains are awesome. I mean, I'm sure you're... Every, they're probably the exact same, let's be honest. I mean, yeah, European people love to act like they're so much better than us, but I really can't imagine that being much better. I'm just saying, like, I've done it in Europe and it was dope, so I would assume it would be dope here. Yeah. I just know it's, like, it's pretty expensive. Like, depending on where you're going, obviously. I've looked into it for certain things, and, like, I think for DC, it, how much, or you don't have to tell me, never mind. It was a 90 buck dollar ticket. Okay. I guess we were looking One at way. some sort of... It's expensive, but, yeah. it, but it's Whatever we were looking at, it was like $200 per person. Is that two-way or one-way? That was two-way. That's that's about right. Oh, yeah, it's 90 for one-way. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty expensive. It was like... But it's great. It's better, it was it's cheaper, better than it was flying. It was cheaper to rent a car. It's better than flying, and it's better than... Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, better than the bus. I used to always take a bus down there. Yeah, way better than the bus. And I, you know, just decided not to. I've taken a bus one time, and it was to go to Atlantic City. Let me tell you, brother, that's a sad trolley. Yeah. People go into Atlantic City on a Tuesday. Right. In February. (laughs) So, uh, in other Thanksgiving news, uh, a Christian missionary has been struck down on North Sentinel Island, just outside of India. Uh, so if anybody's not familiar with North Sentinel Island, first of all, you've been living under a rock for the past week. Mm-hmm. Second of all, this place is wild. So it's this remote island mm-hmm. with an in, with a tribe that lives on it. And apparently, according to Joe Rogan podcast, yeah, these people immigrated immigrated. Well, they went there from Africa like sixty thousand years ago, right? When it was still connected to the rest of the archipelago or whatever it is. And over time, it's not connected anymore. It's kind of surrounded by these shallow sandbars. But these people are uh, relatively uncontacted. Right. They exist in their own world on this island. And Matt can tell you this story a little bit better. Some guy went there back in the day. Some, like, white... So, uh, yeah, the, I, I forget the guy's name, and I don't really feel like t- looking, giving, putting his name out there because he's a white piece of shit. But in the 1890s, some uh, scientist showed up and he was a creep. I mean, uh, go check out Remarkable um, Lawyer, I believe is the Twitter handle. But he has a really great uh, thread about the history of this dude that showed up and, and took all these really compromising and, and, and uh, homoerotic and, and, and um, not that that is bad necessarily, but without consent, non-consenting, like, pornographic... Um, kind of humiliating pictures of these people. He also exposed them to a lot of different... Um, uh, diseases. Diseases that they didn't have immunities for. And, um, uh, you know, so that caused a lot of really... a lot of death and destruction. And he, like, photographed their children naked and, like, like, ch- like measured their, ch- like, children's genitals and all this really fucked up shit. So every time anyone else has showed up from the outside world, ever since then, these people greet them with arrows. Yes. And say, fuck you, get away. <laughs> um, we don't, we've been doing this for 60,000 years without you, and we will continue to do that 
Go fuck yourself. Now, apparently this dude, uh, his last name is Chang. Um, I think it's like Jim or John Chang. He, uh, he had been there before and had been run off the island on a rail, almost literally. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, this time he snuck his way onto the island with some fishermen, or he got there illegally. And, um, yeah, man, it's, it's no, it's no good. Uh, they, they basically, they shot him with a bunch of fucking bow and arrows and then put his body out on display on the beach as a message. And I think it's kind of beautiful. It's one of those things that like, it's not good that the guy died. I don't want people to die. But I think it's a, I think it's a valid lesson. Yes. That not everybody needs to be fucked with. Yes. And not everybody needs to be preached to. No. Not everybody needs Christian God. No, we don't need to be going on crusades and trying to change people's lives that don't affect yours. I agree. Uh, now, I was going to look up some Google reviews, but it looks like Google took them down. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's What's annoying. That? Google, you, you know, it's just another prime example of... What are they, they don't like fun? The internet being full of fascinating people, sometimes for the worse, but this time for the better. People have put up all these great reviews. I read one that was like... Took my girlfriend here, thought it would be a great romantic getaway. She was not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I read one that said the views are to die for. <laughs> and that another person said that their leg was underboiled and that they were insulted because it was their leg. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but no, it's it's nuts that like this it's A, it's nuts that this exists. Yes. In this world. Right. B like, I can't believe the Indian government hasn't Done I mean, something horrible to them, but right. they're but they're even like like no leave those people alone. Yeah, my whole thing is like just let them like they don't need they don't need preaching. No, they don't need modern whatever. They're fine. Right. They didn't even have metal until the seventies or eighties. Whenever a uh, fishing boat uh, crashed on a sandbar there. Yeah. Um, An American was killed there. That's not a reason to invade. Right. They don't have oil. Leave them alone. Right. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, Matt. <laughs> Are you speaking truth oh. to, to power? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a dick I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, man. So, yeah. There's that guy. There's that guy that's going on. What? Uh, and in New York local news for this Monday morning... Uh, if you want to go check out this uh, wonderful art exhibit in Battery Park, just down the street from our studio uh, apartment here. Uh, he, uh, from the studio apartment. apartment. <laughs> um, there is a new monument that has been erected by artists. <laughs> erected. I said erected. <laughs> by artists. Uh, this has been your juvenile moment of the day. What is this guy's name? Why won't you show me his name? So well, while he looks for the name, I'll go ahead and dive into it. His last name bit. is Reginella. Anyway, All right, well, this, that's, that's, that's enough. <laughs> this, comes, this comes from... Oh, Joe Reginella is the artist that made this new monument. Now, this is from the Gothamist. I want to, want to give um, a shout-out to them uh, and cite my sources. Uh, so here's the first paragraph of this uh, Gothamist article that was written today, November 26th. Uh, says, it's a story every native New Yorker knows well. On the night of July 13th, 1977, the same night of the infamous infamous 1977 blackout, the tugboat Maria 120 was patrolling the upper New York Bay between Battery Park and Liberty Island when an unidentified aircraft fell from the sky into the water. 
when two coast guards boat co- god damn it when two coast guard boats arrived to help with the recovery they discovered that there was no trace of the aircraft and the entire six person crew of Maria 120 had vanished now to this day no one knows exactly what happens to them though most historians agree that it was an honest to goodness alien abduction now what i want to tack on to the end of this little thing here is that this story is a total fabrication. Yep. All from Joe's mind. <laughs> but if you look at the the, uh, the statue that he built, it's... <laughs> it looks legit as it hell. It looks like a fucking monument. It's like this fisherman leaning over a dead gray, gray man. And he's like and looking he's... up to the sky with his <laughs> hand up. And, and he's like created a... this... Sto- he's fabricated this story and this statue and placed it in Battery Park... And the tourists are blown away. Yeah. They think it's real. People are, like, lining up around the block to look at this thing. And they're all just, like, kind of slack-jawed. He has even... Joe Reganella has even gone out of his way to make a... To make different pamphlets. He has a team of six people working on this throughout the entire weekend whenever he goes and puts it up. Uh, and he made a, a, a short documentary about the incident that he has invented. Oh, my God. It's amazing. It's incredible. And this all takes place against the backdrop of the New York City blackout? Yes, yes. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Yes, I can imagine. blackout? Oh, my God. I can't imagine. I uh, I saw New York City blacked out. Oh, that's right. You were here during Sandy. Sandy. It was, I, uh, for some reason... I don't know why I did this looking back because it was actually a pretty bad idea. <laughs> but they were they were sending shuttles back and forth from the city at yeah. first and I had literally nothing to do and I just went and rode this shuttle at night. Oh, on man. A, on a friend's recommendation because he's just like, Manhattan looks like a fucking zombie movie right now. Go ride that shuttle if you, if you have a reason to be in the city. And I, my reason was I was bored. <laughs> Dude, I would love like, to see the city blacked out. It wasn't the entire city. It was up until 14th Street. Okay. But, so from but, Battery up to 14th was blacked out? Yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense because this is where it all flooded. Right. It makes perfect sense. And uh, But, man, it was frightening. It's scary as fuck. Oh, I mean, the yeah. city in, in, in darkness is very scary. And it's, it, like... Unbelievable. <laughs> so, so to cast that as, like, the, the time when this alien craft showed up is just like, Mwah. I love it. I think it's so funny, and I love pranks like this because it's so, like, pure in a way. Like, it's not mean. It's kind of making fun of people's ignorance. Oh, it's not but, mean at all. I but think it, it's just, uh, yeah, I love it. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. And it's very, like, snarky New York artist. Right. Like, put it in a tourist area. Like, uh-huh. it makes perfect sense to me. Just like, look at these idiots. Look at these tools from Des Moines. <laughs> they believe this. Nobody from Des Moines listens to this. It's fine. Yeah. Look at these tools from Des Moines. <laughs> you mean Des Moines? <laughs> Des Moines. Des Moines. Welcome to Des Moines. Des Moines. Des Moines, if you're a fucking idiot. So if you're in the financial district on the weekends, that's an important part, is that he doesn't have it up during the week. Uh, but on the weekends, you can go check this out for a few more weeks, I think. Apparently, this guy works as a sculptor for TV sets. Oh, really? And so he's this is just well what he practiced does at in his, his craft. spare time. Well practiced at his craft of deception. Apparently, he's done a lot of 
projects like this, according to the article. Go check out the article. It's a good one. That's really good stuff. I yeah. love it. It's on the Gothamist. Uh, so is... we're 24 minutes in, and we blew through all of our bullet points. We didn't blow through all of the bullet points, did we? Yeah, we, we crushed it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we were going so fast, but we sure shit were. It's because I drank all the coffee. Yeah, you were fucking flying. I, 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 had, a, I had a large coffee. A large coffee. Um, so that's the show. No. Um, no. Joking. Uh, joking. Uh, we can talk about, how about this, the fucking Lion King trailer. Oh, what, yeah. What I forgot about that? about that. I think it looks great. Dude, I think it looks awesome. I'm really excited. I recently just, I watched The Lion King, like, last week, mm-hmm. and um, just not even thinking about the trailer coming yeah. out. And it's just like, I haven't seen The Lion King in a while, and it's, God, that movie is so good. Oh, yeah. I can't believe that it ever got made. Like, it's a masterpiece. It's a literal masterpiece. Oh, I totally agree with you. It, it, every, I totally agree. Uh, especially up until I mean, the third act isn't as like it like because there's a lot of emotional weight in the first and second acts. Yeah. And the third act is mostly action. Yeah. Um, but even then, I like it because it, it's obviously I mean obviously it, it's about Hamlet. Well, I, yeah, but I think to pigeon to dovetail off of that, I think that because I recently saw a movie. That pretty much is the same. So I saw Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah. Not a good movie. Uh-huh. But to what you're saying is kind of kind of rings true in this, where the first and second act are a lot, very emotional, a lot of information um, and character development, and then the third act is all action. Yeah. Crimes of Grindelwald is a prime example of not doing that well, whereas Lion King is a prime example of doing that very perfectly. Well, there's also the other thing part about the Lion King is that there's but still there's, action. Well, there's yeah, there's action in the first. I mean, there's in the act, first yeah. act especially. There's action. Absolutely. Like, I mean, there's he goes to the elephant graveyard, and mm-hmm. Mufasa has to re- rescue him, and then Mufasa kind of scolds him and then teaches him life lessons and blah blah blah. And, and then Mufasa the dies right uh, with the stampede, which we just watched this breakdown on how they made that stampede, and it was. Yeah, man. Dude. I, uh, I, I can't believe. I, 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 uh, it's just crazy to me that they, that, that much work... It's not crazy to me that that much work goes into it. What's crazy to me is the mistakes that they had to have made that led up to that work. Yes. Because the, that's hours. The that's process. That's years. The, of, uh, the creative process. That yeah. kind of organic creative process of being in a room with other artists... And banging your head against the wall. And then... And How the hell do we make this work? But then sitting down at a computer and just hashing it out. Yeah. In 1990-whatever. 1990, 1990, yeah. 1991. I mean, you got those old giant white mouse... 92, 93. Yeah, yeah. White mouse computers. That were just such pieces of shit. I mean, I'm sure Disney had the best computers that anybody could have at the time. Yeah. But nonetheless, those still weren't... Yeah, they weren't great. They weren't what we have now. I mean, in our living rooms. You know right. what I mean? In and our hand. We're, we're probably... In our pocket. ...recording this on a, on a similarly, like, elite or uh, uh, useful This microphone right probably has more technology in it than those computers did. I don't know about the this microphone cell phone by itself. De- this iPhone definitely does. Yes. This iPhone... Actually, the TI-83 graphing calculator has more computing power... Than the lunar excursion module. That's crazy. Insane, right? 
Yeah, it is insane. insane. And, and that's that's true. It, I, be, I believe you. you don't it's to, true! Matt's just pointing at me and wagging a pen at me. <laughs> like, I don't believe him. I enjoy wagging pens. It's literally one of my favorite <laughs> things in this whole world, is to have a pen, because it accentuates your converse, your points get on my so nerves. much better. And I will <laughs> never about it. be in your presence again without a pen in my hand. You give me my pen back, you son of a bitch! Get that shit out of my face! Get the corn out of my face! Nacho Libre reference. Well done. Yeah! Old Jackie Blackie. Oh, I love that So we watched Mr. Sunday Movies. Yeah. Nice little YouTube channel for you to check out. Um, where he did a breakdown of the creative process, the production pre production process of The Lion King. Uh huh. And the one thing that really blew my mind was Kimba the White Lion. Yes! There was a Japanese cartoon movie called Kimba the White Lion, which is almost shot for shot The Lion King. Yeah. When Matthew Broderick was first approached with the script, he thought Disney was remaking Kimba the White Lion. I think he was told that they were. Yeah. Is the way he says it. And then Roy Disney on an internal message board accidentally called... Simba. Kimba. Also, Simba. Kimba. Like... Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. And then when uh, the Japanese production company wanted to screen the movie in America in the late 90s, Disney stepped in with a cease and desist and Don't forced know. him out. <laughs> You need, come God. on, dude. God, like Disney, it's like I love Disney, but then every now and then something comes up, and I'm <laughs> like, Jesus, y'all really dropped the ball. You really, like, everything about me wants to love Disney. Right, because it's wholesome and they make they legendary make movies. Quality shit, man. Yeah, come like, on. Like, it's great. But then every once in a while, something comes out of that old woodwork, baby. Yeah, some... some Out of that gosh dang woodwork. <laughs> some cartoon that Walt drew for Hitler surfaces. <laughs> and it's like, oh my god. Why did you do that? <laughs> Here's Mickey at the Reichstag. Or, or they steal from from some other... They, I mean, they... Here's I, Mickey I at the Brandenburg they, Gate. Look, I haven't seen Kimba, the White Lion... So I don't know that it's a shot-for-shot shot remake. They showed us some shot-for-shots that were absolutely... Shot-for-shot. Shot-for-shot. <laughs> shot. Um, and I also don't know the full story of Kimba the White Lion. Apparently it was also a manga. But to not even acknowledge it as like an inspiration is wild to me. Yeah. So to be like, no, we, we thought of this all on our own. Fuck you. Cease and desist. You can't even make money here. Go back to Tokyo, you batches. You you assholes. You can't, like even though we made more money than God on your <laughs> on your idea, we refuse to even acknowledge. Even though we brought Elton John back from obscurity, <laughs> Elton was kind of out in the woods at that point in his life. Yeah, it was the early nineties. What the hell had he done? Nothing. After, like at that point, like in I a think while. maybe his last hit was in like the early eighties or right. something like that. And then he's like, "Hey, man, I feel this love tonight." Oh yeah. That's Can a you feel? Fun fact. So I got whenever I turned, I think six or seven, I got a boombox for Christmas, and I got two CDs. Oh yeah. One CD was Best of Elvis. Uh-huh. The other CD, Lion King soundtrack. Motion picture or Broadway? Motion picture. Okay. 
Uh, it was before Broadway. Oh yeah, yeah. Ninety-seven I'm was old. Broadway. And because uh, it was the year that Lion King came out. Yeah. And and I and it was and I it was the double disc deluxe edition. I blasted that shit all the time. I played all of the Elton John versions of the songs. Yeah. Those are my favorites. Like I remember, I just can't wait to be king as Elton John. Oh, I just awesome. can't yes, exactly. wait to be king. Exactly. It's like, oh. Back in fucking early 90s, Elton John, man, he had that, that dangly cross earring and that bowl cut. <laughs> just crushing it. Yeah. <laughs> just pounding champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see him in that... Uh, Kingsman movie. Oh, I've only seen the first Kingsman. He's in the second one. He is okay. He's he's huge in it, and it's very funny. The first Kingsman was really good. The second Kingsman's all right. I was surprised. Like I didn't. I thought, you know, this is gonna be a whatever. Yeah. And I watched it on a plane. I watched it on a plane on my way back from Amsterdam in January, and it was really fucking good. I really enjoyed that movie. Real sidebar here, brother, but yeah. the Kingsman. Go yeah. check it out. So I have a funny story about the motion picture Lion King soundtrack around yeah. 94, 95. So uh, really close friends of my family. I won't drop their name because I don't know if they'd appreciate that. I don't know. But really close family friends of ours. The Hartwells. The, no. <laughs> Hartwell. <laughs> they, um, they grew up down the street from me, and the dad in this family... Had a group of buddies, and every year they'd go on this uh, seven-day hunting trip. And at this point, they're, I guess, maybe mid to late 30s fathers of young children. And the seed, they had a six-CD changer in this Suburban. And the CD changer was broken. So the only thing that they could play, because the radio wouldn't come on because of this, <laughs> the only thing they could play, this is six grown Men fathers. <laughs> Only thing they can listen to is the Lion King motion picture soundtrack. <laughs> and they are drunk. <laughs> driving to the hill country driving. with their guns. Yes. Singing the shit out of Just Can't Wait to Be King. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's some Texas shit right there. <laughs> right? <laughs> just rolling the windows down. I and just can't. That little bibbit, that's very Disney. Yeah. That's because when what? I hear that, that it's also Little Mermaid. Yeah, under the sea. Under the sea. Which I can play on my face. On your face? You never heard me do this? No. Hopefully, oh man, I hope this picks up. Holy crap. It will. Dude. That's on my resume. <laughs> I what can also do called? the Mario. I can that's also... called ham boning. No, ham boning. That's, that's not ham boning. That's not ham boning. Ham boning is doing the whole body. Okay. And it's also stupid because there's no notes involved or any sort of sense. <laughs> that dude sold out a theater in the round. Fuck that guy. So people could watch him ham bone. Go look up ham boning, y'all. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's fucking funny. Um, This, uh, you know, Lion King was, was in our countdown. Of the top greatest years in film. Yeah. Really? Yeah, you're right. It was one of the ones that severely bolstered 1994's case. Right. Because that, I mean, just ridiculous. It's crazy. The crap that came out that year. Yeah. All of it. That was, yeah, we, we talked about this on the podcast. Yeah. For, yeah. That year was Forrest Gump, Shawshank Redemption, Pulp Fiction, The Lion King. Just to name four, there were ten more that you're like, 
What? Those are all like all-time classics. Like I know you don't like Forrest Gump, but that's all right. It, it, <laughs> it's fine. I was joking. I don't think it holds up as well as people think it does. I haven't seen it in a while, but I still love it. That was one of our favorite things back in the day at the Verona's office was to just do Forrest Gen Gump a. quotes. One time we didn't for six hours. Nobody said anything that was not a Forrest Gump quote. And, like, we're running a business. Like, we're the sales team, and nobody spoke to each other without believe, a Forrest Gump quote. I didn't believe he said he has to pee. <laughs> <laughs> so does she have hepatitis, or does she have AIDS? Oh, man. I, you know? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Uh, the fact that or, she didn't give it to him makes me think it's AIDS. She said it was a virus. So it's not cancer. We know no, that. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It's crazy. That's one of those. And then the, did she give that ask kid? And then, and then she did she give that kid AIDS? Well, clearly not. I feel like that topic would have been broached. And they also are talking about a Imagine. sequel. No. Yeah. What's he gonna do? The Electric Boogaloo? <laughs> Forrest Gump 2? Electric Boogaloo. Are you serious? What the fuck are they even... Well, then, uh, came upon a woman in a blue dress. Literally. <laughs> and she got met all mixed up with the president. Oh. And <laughs> oh, Forrest Gump is there for the OJ murder? Oh my god. What other historical things could he be there for? Well, I mean, the 90s were pretty packed with horse shit. Yeah. Um, just so happened to be shrimping in Yemen and this this this, U, this U.S. Navy ship just exploded. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we blew it up, but they blamed it on the locals. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, who did, the, who did the Yemen thing? The Yemen thing was Al-Qaeda. Yeah, the locals. Yeah, it was Al-Qaeda. We blew it up? Yeah, Forrest did. Oh. Forrest, in my mind, is an international terrorist. That's you the, didn't tell me that. That's the I only thought way... You were, I thought you were talking about a conspiracy the theory. Only, no, that's the only way that we can... That's the only way this movie gets made. Okay. I <laughs> thought you were espousing a really apeshit conspiracy theory <laughs> that, that we staged the USS Cole attack. We also probably did that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Get real. <laughs> Jeff Bill Clinton was like, I want everybody to stop talking about my penis. <laughs> Yo, Will Smith should star in Forrest Gump 2, and nobody mentions it. <laughs> nobody talks about it's it. It's called inclusion, you backwards hicks. <laughs> <laughs> Haley Joel Osment is still the kid. Yes, of course. And he but with the beard and long hair. Yes, yes. Like from fucking uh from Silicon Valley. Yes, from when I met him. Yeah. <laughs> Bearded, long-haired, and just off the wall. Experimental New York theater Haley Joel Osment. I don't know if I should say this. Oh. He has... He sends out, like... I kind of get it. Maybe I shouldn't say this. I'm going to say it. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> he, he, like, sends out, like, warnings to people before he shows up to places. Like, like we to the like staff? like he showed up to something I was doing and we were told like we were given like a whole rundown on Haley Joel and like what like, to expect and how to behave. I mean I was 
I was performing in something. Oh, okay. And he showed up as an audience member. Oh, okay. And he... Uh, oh, wait, this was when you were doing Uber. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm being vague, obviously. Uh, <laughs> uh, but he showed up, and, like, there was, like, a... There was a definite, like... Um, like... And I thought that was weird. There was definitely, like... So Haley Joel Osment's coming tonight. Don't do this, this, or this. And a lot of it was, like, really obvious shit. And part of me was like, why are they telling us this like obviously i'm not gonna walk up to Haley joel osmond and go hey hey do you see dead people we're yeah like i'm i i too am an actor and could realize like i don't know i just thought it was weird that like the cast was told not to behave that way yeah it's like like if you're gonna if you're gonna be the guy that has that because uh, another person that does this is jonah hill he he has, he has people briefed on his arrival before he arrives at the places, and he has cards that he hands out that say, "Please don't talk to me." If people walk up to him, really, yeah, Haley doesn't go that far, but he was but he was definitely wearing like a disguise. Yeah, Haley, Haley Joel Osment was. He was wearing like makeup to like hide his identity, and it it, it was and it's kind of like understandable. Because he but is it's also a, like, dude, you're not that famous anymore, are you? Maybe Everybody he is. knows who he is. Everybody knows who he is. Like, when they look at him, though? Maybe not when they look at him now, but like... Because he also, looks, also he looks the same, but the he looks different. He looks like anybody. His formative years. So, like, his brain, like, his brain, the way it works, like, the neurology of his brain is, I'm going to be bothered... Yeah. People are going to fuck with me. And he probably, as a kid, ate a lot of shit from he people. He ate a lot of shit. So, like, during his formative years, that's how his brain formed. That sucks, man. So now he thinks Especially that that's all cool. reality. He is very cool. He's a very... Yeah. And, like, now he's, And he like, does great work now. Yeah, he's doing great shit. He's yeah. He's stepping out there. He went, you know, he majored in experimental theater at yeah, NYU. Did. Yeah, he did. Like, that's so, like, not what you would expect from, him. you know, him. I wouldn't even expect him to go to school. Yeah. I, I wouldn't if I were him. Fuck yeah. Like, I mean, what are, did he win was, an Oscar when he was a kid? No, he was nominated, nominated. for an Oscar. Okay. Yeah. Well, still, only one child has ever won an Oscar. Okay. And it was... Uh, Me. Tatum O'Neill won Best Supporting Actress for the, for the film Paper Moon, which she starred in with her father, Ryan O'Neill... Who made her a raging drug addict. Good job. Side note. <laughs> Good job, Dad. Speaking of dads who made their kids raging drug addicts. What? Don't at me, bro. That has nothing to do with our don't at me, but yes, don't <laughs> at me, bro. So um, we're stepping out on don't at me, bro. For the second time, we're doing unpopular opinions that we think yes uh mine is that christmas music is good all right i love christmas music it puts it makes me happy it reminds me of simpler times in my life and childhood and it reminds me of being loved by my family and uh it's just really beautiful uh some of my favorite christmas music has been written by sufjan stevens if you haven't heard his Christmas box set that was released in 2006. Get on that shit. Because it is <laughs> it's fantastic. Ooh, buddy. Recorded in Brooklyn inside of a haunted church. And it's beautiful music. And he plays every instrument imaginable. If you go out and buy the box set, it comes with chord charts so that you can play along to the songs. 
and um, that's fun. That's cute. This is um, as hip as it gets, brother. Uh, I guess it's hip, but it's also just really fun and <laughs> uh, beautiful music. And I, I recommend know. everybody listens to it. Even bad Christmas songs are fun. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is fun. Dominic the Donkey is fun. That's not a song. Fuck you in your stupid ass. It That's sure as shit is. Oh. It's not a... You keep talking. Keep it's talking. It's not a song. Keep talking. Dominic and the Donkey is not a song. <laughs> what is it about? Is it about the donkey at the manger? No. I've already narrowed it, narrowed it down, haven't I? No, you have Dominic not. the Donkey? Everybody... It sounds like a... Is this copyrighted? Doesn't matter. We don't make any money off of this. Well, we might get taken down. Nobody has ever heard this song. Okay. So... The... <laughs> You're real proud of yourself, aren't you? Yep. Don't <laughs> at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's an Italian Christmas donkey. Yeah, buddy. And I can't get this to turn off. Okay. <laughs> it's like, please stop playing this. <laughs> so, the you say nobody knows that, which feeds directly into my don't at me, bro. Yeah. Family Guy is getting better with age. Okay. It is getting better every season we watch. I haven't seen it. And it is getting... It's so good. This last episode was fantastic. Meg... Went to the Winter Olympics. What you compete in? The uh, thing where you ski and shoot shit. Oh. Yeah. That thing. So. The decathlon? Is that yeah. what it's called? She sh- no, the decathlon that's is. A ten, ten that's, event thing. That's, that's a 10-minute That's Bruce Jenner. Yeah. Caitlin. It was Bruce. I know. I'm fucking around. Um, so, no. This episode, she is like, she walks in in the beginning. She's got her gun and her skis. And she's like, all right, guys, I'm going to qualify for the Olympics. And they're like, Meg, what are you talking about? And she goes, I've been training for this for years. <laughs> they go back into like three of the most famous family guy, family guy clips of all time. Them puking up on the Ipecac. Yes. The, hey, mom, mom, mommy. Mom, and at the end mom. of every scene, she just steps in with her equipment and says, all right, guys, I'm going to train for the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. The yeah, it's very fucking. funny. I haven't seen the new season yet. It's very some fucking stuff, funny. Some of Seth MacFarlane gets a little annoying to me, but uh, it's also very funny. It's this, also super. Family Guy is, is the show that I like of his. Yeah, most uh, of them I can take or leave. I agree with you there. Yeah, um, this one. So they go to. She qualifies for the Olympics. They go to Korea. Peter gets kicked off a train and ends up in North Korea. Which Lois says, ah, he ruins all of our vacations. This is just like the time we went to La La Land. And it cuts to, of course, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone at a piano, and he's playing or something. And Peter hits him upside the head and says, hey, guy who's never looked stupid in a movie before, I requested Dominic the Donkey an hour ago. And Ryan Gosling, well, you know, plays it. This is Peter, how, wow, Peter it actually tied it. in. Yeah. You actually tied something in. Hey, brother. You didn't just say, speaking of this, and then move on. <laughs> you actually tied it in. All right. Look at me. That's a little bit of but respect. Seriously, seriously. The last 
two, three seasons of Family Guy are so, so good. Cool. So good. So don't at me, bro. Don't at me, bro. Don't at me, bro. There now, you go. Now, I got to get going here in a minute. Uh, Matt's got to go to work. Got to go pour some coffee for people. Mm-hmm. Got to go sift some matcha with a bamboo stick. I do do that. I know. It sounds like such a ridiculous process that I would never order that. Just I like because it. I would like not want to do that to a person. <sighs> You're a good person. <laughs> I like to think so. A lot of people love that matcha shit. I, it t- it's whatever. I, I, I've had it. And I I t- it's like Seth MacFarlane's other shows. I could take it or leave it. I still never had it. Oh, time out. Speaking what? of Seth MacFarlane and great Christmas albums, his Christmas album's great. Okay. It's ridiculous. I'll listen great. to it. But, um, yeah. All right. Fuck I think that's matcha. the show for this week. <laughs> I, got, I really do got to get going. I know. I understand. All right. So let's do this. I'm Matt. I'm Matt. Follow, uh, Matt. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's follow, follow us. Shit. Uh, follow us uh, on Matt on Matt Pod on Twitter. Follow me at Twitterfield. At MattBerry06 on everything. I'm Matt Matters on Instagram. Hit us up on the email. Send us some questions, comments, concerns. Talk shit about us. Tell us your favorite Christmas song. Tell us how you your about your experience on North Sentinel, Sentinel Island. Yeah, we'd love to know how you got along with the Sentinelese people. Um, at Matt on Matt Podcast at gmail.com. Alright, now I'm Matt. And I'm Matt, and that's what matters to us. Adios, fuckers.